This is a Capricorn FM podcast. You are listening to the Tailored Experience on Capricorn FM Limpopo's hottest frequency. Twenty-five minutes before twelve. Before I do say my goodbyes, but I'm always one who brings you progressive conversation. That I'm about to have one right now. So about a week ago, I had a conversation with a donor educator for the SANBS, uh, Tawilisen, and we're just talking about, uh, you know, some of you know the things that we need to know about blood donation and the status and and, and where the SANBS are at this very moment. He is joining me again today, and we are talking about you know some of the health requirements for a person who is intending to donate blood good morning Tavo. thank you so much for uh, joining me thank you for having me good morning to all listeners so Tavo, winter is, is flu season and a lot of people are on antibiotics or you know have slight coughs uh, is this a problem for for blood donation not necessarily so why i say that is because now if for example you're on antibiotics or any other um, medication. Yeah. Also, for example, if you've had a medical operation, what we'll ask of you is basically inform us when was the last time that you took the medication, as well as also how much medication that you're taking in a, um, on 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 a daily basis, yeah. as you can understand. So some medication can be accepted, but some obviously now will mean that we'll have to wait for a certain date for you to return. Uh, so, so I think also one of the things that a lot of people uh, who fear because we don't have the knowledge or they didn't have the knowledge is what what I'm getting from the next person's blood. So can someone who suffers from uh, chronic illnesses such as high blood pressure or diabetes donate blood? And will this not affect the patient who is receiving the blood? So what happens is, for example, if a person came to us and uh, this, let me just put in a scenario pre-COVID. If a person came and they said, um, I want to donate, and then we, they tell us also, but I'm a bit fluish. So we'll ask that when was the last time that you had symptoms of uh, flu? Uh, for example, if obviously it was two days ago, we'll have to wait and inform you that you have to wait a full seven days. So there are measures now that we set in place that... Uh, Certain things obviously now will have to postpone you. So high blood pressure, diabetes, for example, mm. um, it will depend on the medication that you take because, like I mentioned, um, certain medication is accepted while some obviously we yeah. cannot risk your life now. At the end of the day, we also have to make sure that you're okay and that you are also safe in order to save another person's life. Absolutely. So then what makes one get deferred for having a tattoo or a piercing? So um, the simplest way I can somehow explain it is Uh that let's say, for example, I just got a tattoo or a piercing Mm. and then the tattoo parlor. I'm not saying that uh, the tattoo parlor or the place that does the earring um, is like this. But let's say, for example, I was just given an earring and it was also given to someone else. The same Uh, same piercing, you understand? So there's a chance, there there may be a slight chance that this person may have contracted an STR or STD. That's why we ask that please, um, until the day, obviously, that you therefore um, got the earring or piercing or so to say tattoo, yeah. we ask that you wait a certain period and then from there you can come back once everything is settled from that day. Okay, so, so this one, I, I kind of have an idea because I struggled a lot. In terms of weight, mm. is there a restriction and what role does weight play? So um, a lot of people actually um, have this issue, but it's understandable and it's acceptable. Mm. What we ask is, um, understand that the average human holds up to four to six liters of blood. 
So we ask that, understand that now you're going to donate 480 milliliters. So we ask that you understand that at the end of the day, you're donating a significant amount and we have to make sure that your health is actually a priority. So that's why the weight criteria is standard at 50 kg and only above 50 kg. Mm. And just uh, as we're wrapping up this show, just, uh, you know, as a bit of information that we all need, what tests do you perform on our blood once, uh, you know, someone has donated? So um, some questions, for example, is the blood tested for HIV. I can tell you that the blood is tested for HIV, but we ask that donors be aware. We're not a testing facility or testing center. So it means that before donating, you knew and you understand that you're coming there voluntarily, mm. that you understand that your blood has to be safe. So what will happen is we will test your blood. It's not like we'll test it on the spot. No, we test the blood at the end of the day because the recipient has to receive safe, sufficient blood. Yeah. So that safe, sufficient blood will be tested for HIV, syphilis, as well as hepatitis B and C in order to obviously ensure that it's safe. Absolutely. Tawo, thank you so, so much for your time. And I'm sure that there are certain people who said this was very interesting, but I'd like to learn a little bit more. How do we uh, find the South African National Blood Services? So what uh, uh, the listeners can go ahead and do, and thank you again for the time. Uh, you can check our website at fanbs.org.za, as well as also contacting our toll-free number, which is 0800 Eleven ninety uh, thirty one. So, if you have any questions, if you would like to yeah. host a blood drive at your business or particular area, please go ahead and contact us. And if we are also in, we have a donor center in Port Gita Avenue. So, please go ahead and donate whenever you're available. We really appreciate it. Tabo, at this rate, I think the next time you and I have a conversation, you should be in the studio. Why is that? If you don't mind. <laughs> I've been speaking to you. This is the second time in the same month. I feel like I need to meet you. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, if you don't mind me um, just uh, recalling, I'd like to just inform donors uh, that we have World Blood Donor Month coming. We celebrated during June. Yeah. So the whole month is World Blood Donor Month where we try our level best. Because also remember it's winter as, we, as you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. So it means we have a lot of people that will not be able to donate due to flu. So please, if the donors are um, available during the month of June, please go ahead and visit your nearest donor center. Thank you so, so much, Tawa. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you very much. You too. Bye. There you have it. Uh, and that is how we're going to be wrapping up the show, man, with uh, that important piece of information because your blood saves lives. And I think this is a conversation that we ought to take serious every single time that it happens because it can never get too old. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.